Candy lived with her husband and three children in Jilotepec, Guerrero, Mexico. Jilotepec is a small town where most of its population live from agriculture and sometimes it is difficult to survive. Candy's husband started to mistreat her and in 2000 led her to move and live in the United States. When my husband left, he left me with three children, a 12-year-old boy, an 8-year-old girl, and another that's five years old. I was very lonely because I was completely helpless, without any economic opportunity. I felt very desperate, and I didn't know what to do. Candy needed to feed her children, and without any financial resources to support her family, in 2002, she made one of the most difficult decisions of her life. I had to ask for help finding a way to get my children out because I wanted them to have access to an education that I couldn't provide. I spoke with my brothers, who were already in the United States. They offered to lend me money so that I could go there and work. But it was only enough for me. They couldn't help me with my children. I made a plan to cross alone and then return with them after three years. It was very sad and very painful to separate myself from my children. But what could I do? With $100 that my mother had given me, I risked looking for a coyote to cross the border. I felt helpless and sad because I had left my children behind with the dream of fighting to give them a better life. Then, Candy paid the services of a coyote to cross the border and get to the United States. I traveled to the border where I contacted a coyote who charged me $2,000, which my brothers paid for me. After walking for more than 24 hours straight, with only a bottle of water and a pack of gum, I thought I was not going to make it. But I kept fighting. The first attempt to cross did not work. The coyote abandoned us in the desert. I had to go back and try again. The second trip was different. It was easier. The road was lighter. And we did not walk as much. Within about eight hours, we were on the other side of the border. I felt so happy when they told us, we made it. We are in the United States. I saw that I could realize the dreams I had carried across with me. Once Candy settled in New York, her brothers supported her financially for two months. After that, she worked in a family house for three years. Every month I sent money to my sister to take care of my children. I tried to concentrate only on working hard, to take my mind off of how sad I was. We were away from her for about three years. Her daughter, Anna, 
the youngest of her three children. So I was staying in my aunt's house with my sister and my brother was at a different aunt's house. So it was very hard to know that I had a brother that I couldn't be with and he couldn't, we couldn't see each other as often as we would like. However, in 2005, everything took a radical turn when Candy made a sudden decision to bring her children to New York. My children were 16, 13, and 9 years old at that time. Thank God, a month later, the coyote delivered them to my doorstep. There are no words to express the emotion I felt when I hugged my children again after three years. It was a great joy. Anna tried traveling from Mexico to the United States three times before she was successful. So I was nine years old. On the first attempt to cross the border, the coyote actually got us lost. So we had been walking for hours. I don't remember how long it had been, but we kept walking and we kept walking and eventually night fell. So that's when they realized that they were lost. So then they told us, you, all you have to do is just follow the train tracks and you'll be back at the town and we'll try again tomorrow. So then they just left about 10 of us in the middle of nowhere and we just started following the train tracks until we eventually reached the town again. We still waited like a day or two and then the same coyote came back and they told us that we were going to try it again. We walked for hours only carrying water and there was no bathrooms. The second trip was longer than the first one because it took more than one day. And they had told us that we've made it, that we were right at the border, about to cross. And all of a sudden we see cars coming and that's when they detained the whole group, except for the coyotes because the coyotes ran. They left us. I was very scared because they separated the older people from the younger people. So my brother was taken into a separate van and I was with my sister. I don't know if they were going to take us to see my mom or if they were going to put us back in the same place that we started in Mexico. They took us to a detention center. It was just a big room with benches. And it was cold in that room, so that made it worse because we weren't prepared for anything cold. So we were just hugging each other and we didn't have anything to eat. We just had the same water that we were carrying the whole days. They didn't provide anything for us. They just sat us in the room and left us there. They didn't offer any information. They didn't tell you what they were going to do with you. But then eventually they put us in a car again and the town that we had started in, that's where we were dropped off. The next day, the coyote came again and he said we were going to try it one more time. We got our stuff ready again. We just ate something really quick. And this time we walked for the whole day in the night, we slept on top of rocks because it was it, it was a big mountain. It was getting colder. And so everyone was just huddled in a group together. And then the next day, we made it to the border. And they said, once we go over this, you'll be in the United States. And they told us, as soon as you cross this, just run. Run, 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 run. And then there'll be a person at a certain point waiting for you and just hide with them. So it was just one person would jump and they would run and then the next person and run. And then it was my turn and I just jumped across and started running, running, running until I made it to where the whole group was. And that's when the car came and they were like, everyone get into the car. 
being nine years old, I was very small. So they put me in between the driver and the passenger seat of the car. I was happy because I had room. But I, I remember seeing my brother and the other older people crunched together. But we made it to a house in Phoenix. And then we made it to New York. And I remember looking out the window of the car. And my mom was standing there waiting for us. And my brother said, look, that's mom. And I just stared at her like, that's really her. When we were able to leave the car, we just ran to her. And we just hugged her and she was kissing us. And it was just a fun time because it was the first time in three years that I was able to hug and kiss my mom. After living several years in Brooklyn, Anna applied for DACA in 2012 and received it in 2014. Anna is about to graduate with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. She remembers how her life changed because of DACA. In my last year of high school, I was applying for colleges and I didn't have DACA at that moment yet. So I remember talking to a counselor and every time I would mention a school or a certain career that I wanted to do, she would stop and she would ask me, but can you do that? And I would wonder why she was asking that. And then she's like, well, I know your status in this country. I began doubting myself just because I didn't know what to do because I didn't feel like I was welcome in this country. But after I got DACA, my hopes just came back and I was dreaming again because Now I had a chance that I was going to be able to get a job and then that with that job I was going to be able to work and pay for my college tuition. And so I started looking into colleges, I started looking into jobs, and now DACA allowed me to open those doors for myself. Thanks to DACA, Anna has worked helping people out of jail and also at Blind Center in Manhattan. This is Anna's dream, to help the most disadvantaged people to integrate into American society. 